0: Anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest, I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel. Um, Before I discuss the topic I'm thinking about, I wanted to thank you all for your support. Um, I just hit 20,000 downloads on my podcast, which is amazing Um, considering I'm speaking to a small niche within a profession that isn't huge. Um, I'm happy to have you listening. Um, I, I look sometimes on the, the um, breakdown of who's listening. They, of course they don't have names. It's just um, what country you're from um, and there are people listening from many parts of the globe, which is is really great. Um, even, I think, seven people in Finland listened to my podcast last week, which is awesome. Um, mostly it's the English-speaking continents. Um, you'll see, um, I see U.S., and Canada, and Australia at the top of the list, and then just not too far down, uh, we get UK and Ireland and uh, South Africa. Um, but there are people in Belgium and Germany and Poland and Romania who listen to my podcast, which is awesome. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, today I wanted to talk about the gracilis, the hip adductor. It is... um. I don't know, easy to easy to miss as an issue. Um, easy to miss and, or overlook. If you muscle test the adductors as a group, you very likely will miss a problem with gracilis because it's a little skinny adductor and it's really not the strongest of the adductors. It's probably the weakest of adductors. Its primary purpose is to help uh, knee flexion. So um, so you won't necessarily uh, find the problem with the gracilis with an adductor muscle test. As, as long as the adductor magnus and uh, some of the others are strong, it will not really show up in a muscle test as a problem. So... Um, my, if you think it is possibly a problem, I would recommend that you do a length test uh, of the adductors and then end with a bent knee. So what you would do is have your patient lie flat on their back, face up, and you put your hand under their heel and you slowly pull their straight leg into hip abduction off the table. You're hoping to get them to approximately 45 degrees, but people of different ages will have different flexibility. You're looking more for uh, both sides to be even and pain-free. So you pull them into hip abduction and you test both sides. And if one they could both be even when you get to the end range where they're where they're feeling it pull and you're not pulling hopefully too hard then you can have them bend their knee and then see if you can go even further into hip abduction that's taking the gracilis out of the equation because gracilis crosses the knee joint it's the only adductor that does that so because it's part of the uh, three muscles that attach at the pes anserine on the tibia right below the condyle the medial condyle so by bending the knee you're taking gracilis out of the length test and then if you can go further then you know that gracilis is that limiting factor for the adductors. And why does that matter? It matters because it is a big cause of medial knee pain. People will have um, a lot of pain on that medial condyle area, especially right below the medial condyle at the anserine. They may not have seen a doctor and had a diagnosis like anserine bursitis, they'll just tell you my knee hurts and they'll show you where it hurts and very likely if it's medial knee pain it will be at the pes anserine so the sartorius and the uh, semitendinosus and the gracilis are the three muscles that attach at the pes anserine with the pes anserine tendon Um, right on the medial tibia. Now, my experience of treating this sort of thing is that it's very rarely a sartorius issue causing anserine pain. It's very likely gracilis or a combination of gracilis and the hamstring, the semitendinosis. Um, And those are really the two muscles that help to medially rotate the tibia when the knee is slightly bent when the knee is bent the pes anserine muscles can medially rotate the tibia so the and really I, you know it's mostly hamstring and, and gracilis and just for just to add to that point the external rotators of the tibia when the knee is bent are going to primarily be the hamstring, biceps, femoris, possibly a bit of IT band via uh, the vastus lateralis and and the the hip abductors, the TFL uh, area, but mostly that external rotation is going to be the hamstring pulling uh, at the head of the fibula. So. Um, So what was I going to say? Okay, so medial knee pain, very often, and and by the way, because of its attachment at the pubis, um, always consider gracilis among the other adductors for uh, pubalgia or groin pain. Definitely always consider all the, the adductors for groin pain, and don't forget the psoas for groin pain, because the psoas is a big cause of groin pain. Okay, so why is the gracilis important to remember? You will see a lot of people who have knee pain after they've had a knee replacement surgery and also physical therapy, and they're still having medial knee pain. And that is because the um, replacement of the knee joint requires a separation of the pes anserine, and then put, and then it gets put back onto that medial tibia right below the condyle, medial condyle of the knee. So that disruption will cause some muscle shortening for those muscles, especially the gracilis. <clears throat> so and interestingly it can be corrected in one visit very often one maybe two by just using motor points of gracilis and the semitendinosus and if you're new to motor point location those are just midway you you know midway from the pubis to the pes anserine like actually you could you could even say from the condyle of the knee midway just feel right down the middle uh, inner inner thigh area and feel for the tight band that's often sore when it's a problem. Um, and that would be your motor point location for gracilis. And motor point location for semitendinosis is really the same. Go from ischial tuberosity to the tendon of the of the hamstring that you're treating, the semitendinosis in this case, and just go midway on the back of the leg with the patient Um, face down prone. So those are really easy motor points to find. Um, And uh, so when you're having somebody with this medial knee pain, this is where you should be looking. Now, I'm not saying that that's all you will ever have to do for that patient. They may have a lot of ankle problems where they overpronate. That's put a lot of strain on the medial knee. They may have weakness in their abductors and IT band muscles like the TFL and glute men that are causing their knees to go into a valgus strain. They may have other short adductors that are putting them into a valgus strain. So there are other things to consider for sure. But, you know, number one, at least for me, number one is get them out of pain, right? Like get them out of pain. And then you have time to figure out the other elements um, in, in future visits for follow-up, because likely they're coming in just to be sure everything is staying good. And then you have a to- then you have time to look into some of the, the ankle stabilizers, uh, inverter, everter sort of stuff. Um, usually, tib posterior is going to be a big problem. Uh, peroneals, um, or you know, make sure that their hip abductors are strong. Make sure their other adductors are not too tight. Um, those are those are definitely key to keeping them out of knee pain. Um, <clears throat> you differentiate. Um, a vastus medialis problem on medial knee pain be, by really palpation, um, in my opinion. Vastus medialis, hard to muscle test on its own, and I don't see the big value in that when you can palpate over the medial condyle and find the areas that are dis- that have discomfort. Um, you can palpate the belly of the vastus medialis very often and find that ropey... Um, band in there and see if that's um sore or painful to the touch and then that's definitely where you want to go um that vastus medialis by the way does have a slight connection to the meniscus so even though you're not directly treating the meniscus when somebody does have a a slight meniscal problem previous tear um vastus medialis is my go-to um keeping that strong and stable, um, making sure that there isn't a valgus strain on the knee is really the best bet for long-term pain-free mobility um, because even if uh, somebody isn't having pain, they could be compensating for that valgus strain with a lot of uh, work from the IT band, uh, the vastus lateralis and the TFL and glute min especially um, trying to keep the knee out of going valgus you can you can have muscles that are able to to um, adjust to your um, poor mobility or your your dysfunctional movement for quite a long time before you end up in pain so that's um, that's always to be considered for for those knee pains but just my go-to, you know, somebody comes in in pain. My first response is, "Let me get you out of pain." That's my go-to for pes anserine pain is going to be treat the hamstrings and treat the gracilis. Um, while somebody's face down, of course, I'm going to treat the glutes. Like they, they wouldn't be having knee pain if you didn't have problems with the glutes. Glute medius, glute maximus for the hamstring issue, um, glute medius for the valgus. Uh, strain issue and then if you if you have time to put them on their side and work on tfl glute men awesome and then of course gracilis and anything that you feel may also be relevant on, on in the adductor group because sometimes adductor longus um, can get injured um, it can act as a hip flexor that could be short and pulling the knee into a valgus strain, the adductor magnus, that helps the hamstrings. If you suspect that they've had problems with the hamstrings because the glutes were shut off and their adductor magnus is tight, then that's another consideration. Um, But I'm just putting it out there, don't forget about gracilis. Gracilis is hugely important. If you're treating somebody post-surgically and they've had this medial anserine strain sort of issue, then, you know, gracilis. Go for gracilis. Um, Okay, so that's that's all I wanted to say about that today. Um, Again, thank you all for listening and your support, and I will talk to you soon.